Good day, folks. Pastor Jim Thomas from the Village Chapel here in Nashville, Tennessee, with your daily devotion. Reading once again from the 19th century classic by Andrew Murray, the South African writer, author, uh, and theologian. It's called Abide in Christ, and uh, it's 31 uh, writings. They are a spiritual guide that you could read through in a month, uh, and these are just timeless uh, meditations and truths on the person of Christ and abiding in him. This is called As Your Wisdom, and he begins with a verse from 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 30, that says, but by his doing, you are in Christ Jesus. And the emphasis there is that it's God who has placed us in Christ Jesus. And then it goes on to say, who has become to us uh, wisdom from God and righteousness and sanctification and redemption, so that just as it is written, uh, let him who boasts, boast in the Lord. Two really powerful verses uh, in that first chapter as that first chapter closes out in the uh, first letter of the Apostle Paul to the church at Corinth to remind us that it's God who has saved us. It's God who has placed us uh, into the body of Christ. And so when he says abide in Christ here, this book by Andrew Murray, um, remember the Lord is the one who put you there in the first place. Now live into that. Here are some thoughts from uh, Andrew Murray. He says, It's often said that Jesus has three ministries. As a priest, he makes our, rede- our redemption possible. As a king, he secures us in the care and provision of his kingdom. As a prophet, he reveals to us the salvation God has prepared for all who love him. The prophetic ministry is a ministry of wisdom. The first gift of Christ, Paul lists in his letter to the Corinthians. Remember, he said, but by his doing, you are in Christ Jesus, who has become to us wisdom from God. Just as the first act of creation was light, in which all God's other works have their life and beauty, so Paul lists wisdom first among Christ's gifts to us. In fact, it is out of wisdom that the other gifts emerge. It is in revealing life in Christ to us and showing us the glory of God in his face that Christ makes us partakers of eternal life, just as it was by the tree of knowledge that sin came. So it is through the knowledge that Christ gives us that salvation comes. God makes Christ to be wisdom for us. In Christ are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. You then will be made a partaker of these treasures of wisdom as you abide in Christ through the work of God. You are in him and wisdom is found in him. So then you dwell in the place where all wisdom is found, the source of all light. By abiding in Christ, you avail yourself to his wisdom for the leadership of your whole spiritual life. Christ stands ready to communicate all you need to know to follow him. Because we are in Christ, Christ is made wisdom for us. It is good for us then to understand this mysterious connection between what Christ has been made for us and how we avail ourselves of wisdom. We must grasp that this wisdom comes to us only as we abide in Christ.
Hmm. Apart from abiding in Him, these blessings cannot be experienced. No matter how diligently we pray for them, our prayers are answered with His presence. Our needs are met as we abide in Him. Christ is God's gift to us, and from this gift, all others emerge. How often have you longed to know God better? You've prayed for wisdom and spiritual understanding, but the answer to these prayers is found simply by abiding in Christ. True knowledge of God is not attained, but experienced, and it is experienced only by abiding in Christ. But this is not some simple transaction in which you ask and God answers. You ask for wisdom and knowledge, but in abiding in Christ, the love and power and glory of God you encounter far exceed all human understanding. Indeed, you may well not be able to understand it or express it, but you will experience it, a peace that passes understanding, a knowledge of God that comes from being known by him. We preach Christ crucified to those who are called, both Jews and Greeks, Christ, the power of God and the wisdom of God. And that, again, from 1 Corinthians chapter 1. Nothing measures up to the knowledge of Jesus Christ as Lord, says Murray. As you abide in Jesus, you are found in him and you come to know him in the power of his resurrection and in the fellowship of his sufferings. As you follow him, you don't walk in darkness, but you enjoy the light of life. This special knowledge comes to us only through God, who reveals it to us as we abide in Christ. So many of us desire to better understand the work of Christ, both his ministry when he walked the earth and his ministry that extends to our time as he ministers from heaven through his spirit. How does Christ become our righteousness, our sanctification, our redemption? God makes Christ wisdom for us so that through him we confront and embrace and share these truths. When we attempt to answer these questions to explain these mysteries from any other source, we fall short and we grow weary. Our burdens are lifted as we recall that Christ himself is our wisdom. To seek understanding, we must only seek him. So let it always be your first task to abide in him. Don't let anything compete for your devotion. The undivided heart is the heart that is receptive to the wisdom of Christ and the knowledge of God. Be humble in your pursuit of understanding. Christ Christ will reveal to you what he knows you need. And consider this, what value is knowledge of God if you are separated from the life of Christ? The soul cannot be satisfied by abstractions, by some clinical, detached understanding of the nature of God. We might think pursuing knowledge about God will satisfy us, but it does not. Andrew Murray goes on and he says, In the life of Christ we are invited into, knowledge and understanding are always secondary. It's the life of Christ we are invited into. He says, knowledge and understanding are always secondary. The first thing is the thing itself, the life and power of Christ, and only then the knowledge and understanding come. The pursuit of knowledge first is so often a dead end. Even when we find some answers, we so often settle for the answers and miss out on the true treasure. Wisdom and knowledge are hidden in Christ. Don't seek them, seek him to make him our life. 
Let us be content to possess Christ, to make our place in him. Let our pursuit of knowledge be motivated by the love that is surrounding us, enlivening us. So then let us choose wisdom over understanding with the knowledge that Christ himself is our wisdom. By choosing wisdom, we act in faith that Christ will provide whatever insight you need for a life that glorifies God. Your spiritual life is a sacred thing caught up in the divine mystery. It's folly to think you can grasp the totality of it, but it's wisdom to allow Christ, our wisdom, to guide you into the mystery. He will show you what you're ready to see. It's not your mystery to solve, and it is no mystery to him. (laughs) That's so good. It's not your mystery. It's not my mystery to solve. And it's no mystery to him. This truth applies just as well to our interaction with the Holy Scriptures. Seek to understand the written word, yes, but seek first to know Christ, the living word, in whom you are of God. Remember 1 Corinthians 1.30, but by his doing, that is by God's doing, you are in Christ Jesus. Seek first to know Christ, the living word. Jesus is known not by study so much as by trust and obedience. The words he speaks are spirit and life to those who live in him. Therefore, every time you read, hear, study, or meditate upon the word of God, first settle yourself into your position in Christ, the wisdom of God. You do not approach the Bible as a curious stranger, but as someone who has been given the wisdom of God. You sit under the direct and special training of Jesus Christ. When you go to the written word, remember that the living word lives in you. In his light, you will see the light. Wisdom reaches far beyond facts and details. Wisdom is something inhabited, something lived. So enter into all aspects of your daily life from your position in Christ, inhabiting his wisdom. Your salvation is not a fact about you. Your day-to-day existence, even your body itself, share in the great salvation Christ has brought you into. So Christ will guide you in every way in all things. Your body is a temple, his temple, and your daily life, the arena in which he is bearing fruit through you. That you would live well in all your earthly concerns is a great concern of his, and he is eager to lead you through them. Trust him in this. Believe his love and wait for his guidance, and it will surely come. As we abide in him, our minds are calmed and freed from wild, undisciplined passions. Our judgment is cleared and strengthened, even as the light of heaven illuminates our path. Like Solomon, your prayer for wisdom will be fulfilled and far beyond your expectation. Of course, this embodied wisdom reaches all the way to our work. We are, quote, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. And he's quoting there from Ephesians uh, chapter 2, verse 10. That we don't have clarity on what exactly these works might be should not cause us doubt or anxiety. We are in Christ 
who is our peace. We are created for these things in Christ Jesus. And so when the time comes, he will show us what they are and how to do them. Even when we do not see the way, we can rejoice. The divine wisdom guides us as we abide in him. And so you see, it's a very dynamic thing, this abiding in Christ. Not passive, not dull, not boring at all, but very dynamic, very much engaged with Christ and with the Holy Spirit as he lives large in us. Um, All that we wish to know is perfectly clear to Christ, who is the mediator between God and humanity. He has access to divine counsel and all the secrets of providence, and he brings them to bear on your behalf to every need. Trust him fully, abide in him entirely, and you can be confident for your future. As you abide in Jesus as your wisdom, seek to maintain a spirit of waiting and dependence. Be a student of Christ's wisdom and look to the light of heaven to guide your way. So much happening in our lives is needless distraction. So many voices offer to direct our steps. Resist these lesser lights. Submit yourself humbly to Christ as he offers you instruction. Well, you'd think Andrew Murray, all the way back in the 19th century, knew that we would just all be run and ruled by our devices and have all these voices speaking at us, shaping us, forming us, calling to us, trying to tell us what to do this minute, this moment, make sure to check this, make sure all of that, right? You'd think, Um, but he just had older versions of the same distractions that we have. And he says, resist these lesser lights, submit yourself humbly to Christ as he offers you instruction. Even your own wisdom may mislead you if it has not been surrendered to Christ. So remind yourself often that the things of God are inscrutable to the natural mind. Jesus is not stingy with wisdom. He will teach and guide you in your convictions and your obligations. He is in us, not beyond us. And so his wisdom is working in us through his very life in us. So dear soul, Andrew Murray says, make a habit of retreating into the stillness of abiding in Christ. There, the gentle voice of the Spirit may be heard, even when your circumstances seem bleak and the way forward seems murky, even when the light of God seems far off that you can't see it. um, You may be sure of Christ's abiding presence. He is the light and leader of his own. His wisdom comes to you as the spontaneous outflowing of a life rooted in him. We abide in Christ, who became to us wisdom from God. In all things, wisdom will be given to us. This is from Abide in Christ by Andrew Murray, and I highly recommend that great classic to you. Let's pray. Lord, thank you that you have become wisdom to us from God. Pray, Lord, this day that as we commune with you, as we walk with you, each and every moment we'll be able to lean on you, to trust in you, to hear from you for the wisdom that we might need for every moral crossroads we come to, um, uh, every self, every moment of self-evaluation, every moment of response to others, Lord. May you be glorified. 
in each and every moment as we live and abide in Christ, who is our wisdom. For his sake, we pray. Amen and amen. God bless you. Daily Devotions with Pastor Jim Thomas is a resource of the Village Chapel in Nashville, Tennessee. If you find this daily devotional beneficial, leave a review and share it with friends and family. For more resources or to support our ministry, visit our website, thevillagechapel.com. Artwork for this podcast by Kim Thomas. Music by Phil Kagey.